When the credits start rolling, but the movie keeps haunting you. Before, after. Then it's time to tune in to Dismembering Horror. We'll talk about what worked and also what didn't. We'll dissect every aspect. Maybe someone we shouldn't. He turned out to be a completely unreliable asshole. Take it away, boys. Hey, Tim. Hello, Ryan. Good to be back here with you. Oh, yeah, yeah. And with all you... Back again. Yes, back in the car again. And also good to be here with all you listening, watching, perhaps. This is Dismembering Horror as our wonderful introduction friend person just said. (laughs) But specifically what she did not say, this is episode 205. And we will be Dismembering Torso which has the Italian title, I Corpi Presentano Tracce di Violenza Carnale, which literally translates to The Bodies Bear Traces of Carnal Violence. Okay. Well, anything else? That's exciting. (laughs) It is. Anything else to say that's exciting before we jump in with our trailer here? Anything from our previous films? You wanted to, to oh I don't know correct yourself on anything never <laughs> <laughs> no I uh, hmm mm, no I, I don't have anything exciting great just living life you know living life all right yeah and now we're here living life talking about horror that's true all right so to dismember torso that's that seems apt dismembered torso (laughs) let's watch the trailer an already dismembered torso yes (laughs) i'm gonna dismember it more okay let's watch the trailer all right now from carlo ponte the man who brought you dr zhivago comes a totally new motion picture experience a journey into the bizarre terrifying world of the psychosexual mind Torso, it saturates the screen with terror. I've called you here today for a good reason. What do you have here? A fragments of cloth. Is one of these students a psychosexual killer? murdered just one week ago. Or are they just playing erotic games? Not so innocent erotic games. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There was the trailer. So, Tim, next we like to rate our films per our rating system, us talking to ourselves who haven't seen the film yet, what do we tell ourselves to avoid, stream, rent, or buy this film? This, we haven't said the word yet, Tim. This giallo. 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 Uh, I, you know, I think it's, I don't know. I thought it was okay. <laughs> I didn't love it. It it was a little over the top in the um just the exploitation sense of it like 
let's show a lot of boobs. I don't know. I, the story is so non-existent that, like, although it does, it is very similar to you know sort of the other Jalo in in the who's the killer sense. I just wasn't that into it, so I, I'd say you stream it. Got it. I feel like I gotta say the exact th- things as you, but give a different rating, which was the exploitation was over the top. It had a non-existent story, not nothing <laughs> yeah, bogging I it guess down. This is true. So I got to give it a rent. Okay. Which, uh, for context, too, like Tim and I were. You, you te- don't you tend to not like the Giallo? That's what I was just gonna yeah, say. Okay. I mean, maybe I was speaking for both of us right there, but we've historically have not been crazy about the Giallos except for opera. Opera, like, I liked yeah. Reign Supreme, and now in my memory, even though it was a slog, I love. Um, uh, phenomena just I, the I weirdness of it all yeah i can't i still have a hard time with phenomena i mean the monkey it's okay kill at the end it's, the, it's so absurd that's maybe that's why yeah that's why i, love I do it. remember going on quite a rant about the monkey adventure and just being <laughs> crazy the the killer at the end of that one how do you look i don't even remember the it's killer. like a like a like a monster faced freak boy okay <laughs> Yeah, the ends of these movies tend to be the thing I remember the least. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, um, this one, maybe it was two. I don't know. I'd say is third for me now, but it didn't get so slogged down and on what usually slogs them down for me. I don't know. We'll get into it more in the what worked. But also mm. maybe coming off of um, Evil Dead Rise, which I acknowledge I give a stream to and I'm giving a rent to this. This movie wow. had that... Uh, disturbing bite that made me feel I was like oh. looking at something I shouldn't be allowed to look at, which uh, was hmm. what the kind of thing I would be hoping for from an evil dead reboot. That's an interesting distinction yeah. that I think clarifies some of what we were talking about last time. Mm-hmm. You want to see something that feels like you shouldn't be watching it. Remember I was trying to put it in like when the feeling when you're a kid watching an R-rated totally. movie and there's just, oh, there's just something here that's quote unquote yeah. adult that like I get why I'd be, my parents would be apt to show sure. this for me. That's not just a, a blood and boobs thing, but. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess I can, that's, yeah, I think that's an interesting I, way to look at it. Yeah. It felt nasty to me. Like, it, it was kind of nasty. But in that affected me in that way right. that. You, you say even more than me, you want to feel. God, I'd have to think about, like, historically what movies as a kid really made me feel that way. I, I don't know. Let me think about it while we talk. Okay. Maybe I'll come up with one. <laughs> Great. I'll instill your love of horror, though, I'm sure. Totally. Okay. Our ratings. Well, you said stream? Yeah. All right. I said rent. So let's, uh, let's, uh, let's kind of get on the same page here. Oh, Give it a summary. Summary of these movies is challenging, I think, at times. I think the (laughs) simplest, because there's like no story, but there sort of is a story. (laughs) Yeah. Like we get so many scenes that have nothing to do with anything except that somebody's getting killed. College, art, history, co-eds. Yeah. uh, An American in, where are we? Italy. Italy. Presumably, right? Yes. 
which what version did you watch? Because when I hit play on my iTunes, it played it in Italian. I watched, but then when I played it a second time, it started playing an English dub, which actually oh. matched their mouths. Oh. So I'm like, I should have just, I don't know, I don't know. I definitely watched a dub, no, a non-dubbed version, a subtitled version. Okay, Italian. Yeah. Okay, so Italy coeds. And they, uh, amongst their their midst, the their 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 friends start getting killed off. Correct. So it's scream. Yeah, and we have the the <laughs> years of. ago kind of setup story or whatever. Oh. Yeah. Wait. What was that? It's like uh, the the doll with the eyes. Uh, right. 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 Like, right. Right. The, On the side of a mountain. Or yeah. Something. And then falling off the cliff. The yeah. Somebody falls off a cliff. And uh, sows the seeds of our killer here. Right. The psychosexual seeds. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So, you got the American girl and you've got her friends, her Italian friends, classmates, and they go off to a small mountain town. To get away from it all. Yeah, I forget their vacay. exact reasoning. I, yeah. I guess it's... Is it coincidentally that they're doing it when these murders are happening? Or are they doing it to get away? Oh, or is it like her aunt's house or it's something? It's somebody's, yeah, relative's house, I feel yeah. like. And then, so it's at the top of a mountain, basically, yeah. which is kind of cool. You know, one of these little, like, European Alps towns. And <laughs> the town folk are a bunch of dudes who seem like they've never seen a, a you know a young woman before mm -hmm. so they're all about it so yeah they're all suspects yeah every man essentially is a suspect there's a sort of boyfriend ish like guy who's been trying to date one of them oh yeah and he's in their class their art class and he's a creep i mean they give him a lot of like please get away from me you creep vibe so he's a suspect there's a whole <laughs> a whole storyline with a, a scarf because there's a vendor in the town square that sells these scarves and somebody saw the scarf confusion if it's like red uh red patterns on black scarf or black patterns right. on red scarf yeah um no it's it's basically they go and then they there's get killed a detective off. Yeah. too right sort of i don't even remember yeah they're oh no there's a doctor mm -hmm. the town doctor he he gets involved. He's he's into the the American girl. It's yeah, it's pretty vague. A lot of hippie sort of like free love scenes mm. um that all kind of start with like some sexual you know inclination that that unravels and and turns south and and then the killer shows up and and kills one of them. That's kind of it. I mean, there's a really, hmm. There is a motive, right? Yeah, there's a motive. Spoiler alert. The killer is the art professor mm -hmm. that we meet twice. He's lecturing at the beginning, yeah. And then they go on a date, mm -hmm. him and the American. Uh... He was traumatized as a kid because his sister helped me understand slash remember the when we find out that the killer is this professor guy, 
and he's got this psychosexual trauma or whatever. He was on the side of a mountain with his sister? I think so, yeah. Seems That seems right. And there's a tug of war over the doll or something, and then she goes flying or he goes flying or somebody so, else yeah. goes flying off the cliff. It's her. I think she, yeah, she... And then so the idea I'm going to... I'm going to assume the idea is that in watching her death, he imprinted what he turned away to look at, which is the doll being smashed against the rocks and is now become obsessed with recreating that in some sort of perverse way or he says something like he looks at women as dolls and 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 that they need to be destroyed or something like that yeah so the trauma made him have a psychotic break and now he has this idea about women yes but he can live a totally normal life as an art professor as well. It's just the best. I love when the, <laughs> the killers are these, these sort of like... Innocuous. Yeah. Dork. No, very normal presenting uh, whoever's. Well, like... I we, mean, sadly, that is in real life yeah. very common. Or like, I mean, it was another movie I just watched when it's like they're the... Or it was... The opera, I think, was this way, where it's like they're the the strong-jawed, handsome one. <laughs> right, right. Who are like, oh, well, we want to trust them. Yeah, he's the hero. He yeah. couldn't be the the killer. Yeah, those are the best, but this guy's good, too. Yeah, I mean, you, you see him for, like I said, like 30 seconds of screen time before the end. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. That's kind of it. All right. That's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what? how does it end? She gets away? I mean, I already mentioned it. Then they go, then they're at the thing for they're at the chateau for half the movie, uh, two thirds of the movie. And then, yeah, get killed off until, until they, until we have the final girl situation. Right. Standard. Yeah. All right. Well, I, uh, I think we're here to talk about what worked for us for it. Sounds like a plan. Let's do it. What worked? What worked for you? Yeah, like I guess what I already said, uh, the biggest thing kind of holding me back from Giallo typically is just feeling slogged down from like the procedural scenes. The like mm. the detective who's just talking to different people in different offices, <laughs> right? Whatever, like I don't know. It just didn't have any of that. Maybe the it was a little. It was like closer to the ninety minute range, so that helped too. That's true. But just all the all, I realized like the bits and bobs all is, is what Giallo is all about. It's it's like the color, that's the the yeah. mood, the vibe, all that jazz. And this was had it going on for it so well like yes the, the women the locations the the murderer it's himself with the, the like mask the, yeah. and all that that's a good look and a good vibe i mean just so much yeah great mood pieces even when it was just like them walking around these like italian cities just looking gorgeous up and down um up and down cool looking steps just they all had interesting looking apartments i love the there's two scenes that 
just feel really cool to me. Uh, the the parked car makeout scene that's like under a bridge or something oh, like yeah. that. It's very like you know surrounded in this like mon uh, megalithic looking cement structure, whatever that is. Uh, and there's like rubble around and stuff. Like just the look of that scene with like the headlights hitting that stuff mm-hmm. and the the sneaking about aspect of it. I like that. And then I also like, <laughs> of course, the, the two car scenes basically are the ones I like. The other one that's at like a little, I don't know what you would call it. It's an old kind of ranch style, stable-y kind of You mean of where they're having the party? N- no, where the dude gets pinned against the wall. Oh, right. Uh, I don't know what you call that. It's like a little uh, villa. No, it's not a villa. It's a little stable right? kind of looking jam. I don't know. But just the look of those environments, I really, really like. I mean, you mentioning that scene, just to sort of then, I guess, talk about the kill scenes here. That one was great. I, the car look, kill. I will say, the, the, the old, the, <laughs> this is fairly true to form for Jalo. The only moments that I really perked up were like the splash moment of the kills. Mm-hmm. Everything else, I was sort of like, "Okay, here we go." Like, like it, nothing felt overtly interesting or unique to me, except for maybe the swamp. The swamp was pretty cool. Yeah, but also like, what? How, what it suddenly we're in a swamp. Well, just kind of uh, t- t- to touch on these these kills coming to mind. Yes, the the car, the guy with the car smush, who's kind of set <laughs> yeah. up as one of our like weird suspect guys. Yeah. So it's kind of fun when you know we get that inverted and right, see right. him killed. But that one too, it, that was maybe the moment where it was like when I think there's like a close up of his head getting smushed, yeah. and it's so like <laughs> fake and obvious it's fake. But just that's just one example of all of them in this film where it's like, even though it looks fake, there's something like, I don't know, it's, there's something gross and tangible and just in a dream. Well, yeah. I mean, it's an yeah. actual physical thing, but even, like a prop that's that's getting smashed right. or, or cut or whatever. And like, yeah, I think this is an interesting reality to, I guess, just filmmaking in general it almost doesn't it it matters if your film is trying to be hyper realistic mm-hmm. yes it matters that that realism is consistent through that but like if you're doing any sort of stylized filmmaking your kills and your gore and and effects can be completely like absurd which, and for some reason, it's still visceral and still has the right effect. I've, um, yeah, I, it, I mean, I always want to like yellow more than I, I tend to do or like get it or whatever. I think we brought up when, I forget if we've talked about it since, but I brought up at some point on a last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs, we had mm-hmm. Eli Roth on one episode to do some sure. yellow films. Like, I think one of them was like, House at the cemetery, da da da. Well versed. Yes, he explained it in a way that you know was just a great sell for mm. watching Giallo's. And I remember it, the gist of it was very much tuning into like the dream logic, dream feel, dream flow, totally, and all that. And that's where mm. I think it's interesting to look at the lens of the violence from. Is yeah. it's like not real, like like we were saying, but it's 
it's I don't know it, it's Im, Im, imbibed with that darkness and that that R-rated ookiness I'm talking totally, about. Totally, totally. I yeah, he's listen. Go listen to him and Tarantino on Tarantino and uh, Stephen Avery's podcast. Oh yeah, they do American Jalo. I think they do like a two part um, episode. There's another one you and I didn't like. Alice doesn't live here anymore. He loved it, right? Right. Like <laughs> they talk about that, and like so. Yeah, he he's really interesting in, in and gives like you're saying a good kind of other way of looking at these movies that maybe takes the edge off of what we dislike. Mm-hmm. Like, don't go in expecting it to be, you know, a David Fincher movie or mm-hmm. something. <laughs> no. Like, it's not that. <laughs> the over-the-top nature of the visuals, I think is, and that this is consistent with all Giallo, I think that's what well, what makes it in its category is what you should be focusing on. And, you know, to varying degrees, whether or not the lack of a story matters. See, see, that's the one that, you know, that's what was working so well with this one. It seemed to like finally not actually matter where the other ones, it feels like I'm supposed to be being able to like follow the detective side of it more. Yeah. Like, like the mystery is an important part of it in this one. It's, it's not, it's just, it's just that there's a killer on the loose, which, you know, like same with, I don't know, Halloween, like, it doesn't really matter that we find out who Michael Myers is and why he's doing it. It yeah. just doesn't really matter. It's, it's closer to what works about just the slasher formula than yeah. other giallos. And I'm like, I'm fine with getting a reveal, but it doesn't matter to me that that is who the killer was. It's just part of like the like, little okay, fun. Cool. Like, yeah. But I, I, I love that we get this fairly long sequence or series of sequences in the house Mm -hmm. like that's where the movie really starts to take off for me it's like we've got a bunch of other scenes of like individual kills that are in their own sort of little land like whatever area they happen to have chosen to shoot in like the farmhouse sex scene party like whatever in the and the field and the swamp and the ranch or whatever but once we're in the house house like the chateau Feels more like a home invasion movie, which I think became really fun. And like the se- the whole once the killer's in the house and has killed a couple of well, or how many people does he kill? All three women and and one guy? Yeah. I think that's right. And like there's the whole thing with like her shoe on the stairs. Right. Her getting locked in the room. I love that. I love a, like, I'm trapped in here and I need to figure out how to get out. Oh, that moment was so good when he puts the key down there for her. Amazing. Uh, Yeah, that was great. So that stuff, like, amazing, perfect, like, little set pieces. Or even just moments. Well, I agree. Her hiding. I I agree. I loved all the stuff in the house. Uh, them sunbathing included, the weird milkman showing up, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Though, like, that there's, like, the lesbian uh, aspect to yeah. it, too, was great. Uh, just so, felt, like, so beautifully of the time, in a way. I yeah. loved all of them. They were great. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't... Or, go on. Uh, 
I didn't want to totally glo- gloss over though, like the stuff before the house. Totally. Like, no, I, I yeah, I just like, I'm overexcited about the house. Okay, because no, yeah, you're. I don't know. Okay, because it sounded like you're kind of saying, oh yeah, those earlier things, but I really want to highlight those like first kill scenes where the one um, where that yeah, it's the first one where. He he like holds her under in the sort of shallow swamp water. Just like that is where I was talking about. It just like felt so just yeah, mean yeah. and like yeah. gruesome. And like the way he was holding her under and the way that like after I mean she's dead and all his future victims, the way it's he kind of like messes with the body and then pokes the eye holes. It's like even when they're dead, that's kind of then when the psychosexual side right. comes out. And that was just, oh, it just got to me. It was now, really good. I, I don't remember. Are are we supposed to is it implied or even explicitly said that he's raping the bodies after they're dead? I think it was or is that or am I just imagining that? I think it's a safe implication, but I forget if there's any moments where it's like he, we see him explicitly leaving before that would happen. I don't know. Ah, right. Interesting. So maybe uh, he, there is room for that. Because like, if if he's not doing that, then what's sexual about his kills? And they're like explicitly saying he's psychosexual. I mean, there's a, a non-penetrative m- molestation. Okay. Sure. Which we definitely see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's so many boobs or in this Or penetrative movie. as far as eye holes, too. True. Because he's flashing back. It's, yeah. uh, it's all with the, yeah. the dolls and the... Okay. Poking the highs in. But so that, I mean, that first scene was just like, Ugh. and then just again, like combined with how his masks, his mask looks and yeah. like the gloves that he's wearing, uh, it's all ookie dookie. And then sort of similarly too, the... um. This, the the field swamp that like after mm-hmm. after this great party scene which just, I was like this is where Ryan wants to live his whole life <laughs> in this in this weird barn with a bunch yeah. of dudes smoking weed and playing you know acoustic guitars <laughs> that song right <laughs> yeah um yeah it was like an old mill or barn or mm. factory or something like that yeah mill it feels like that <laughs> that's, that's the, totally it. the right word for it. but yeah, yeah. That that one the one woman she's like yeah you know you guys you gotta leave me alone I'm over you guys I love that scene too because it's it's I feel like it's a very accurate depiction through the the eyes of a woman mm-hmm. not being one but from what my friend you know friends of mine have said there's this sort of there's this and this is I like I would. I would uh, categorize this as horror for sure. A lot of women, I think, feel, I'm not speaking for women. I'm speaking to what women have said to me. So I'm not, I'm not like assuming I know what they're feeling. I'm reiterating what I've been told. That there are often times when the, the vibe of a situation is fine and they're engaged and and feeling it and then that changes for them it doesn't matter why right like it just does um but a lot of it can have to do with the idea of expectation that after a certain threshold sort of a vague threshold suddenly there men often uh 
portray an expectation of, well, we've gotten to here, therefore we have to get to sex. I mean, it's the classic moment of like they're making out and then as soon as he goes to unbutton her pants or shirt or whatever, then it changes. And that's what happens in this scene. Exactly. And so I was like, oh, this is, you know, 73 and and we're we're very accurately depicting a thing that I've been told in 23. I love how uh, she says... You take off your clothes first, and then she just puts her cigarette out on him and gets out of there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and how quickly they turn on her, mm-hmm. right? Like that. More suspects. I, exactly. But I'm like, that's a very common experience that I've been told about from women. Well, that's since kind of on the topic, um, kind of bouncing around here a lot. But um, that I think is an overall what worked for me too is kind of like the Carnival of Souls-esque mm. just presence of man yeah, as a yeah. oppressive force. And just right. all all the men are the killer in a way. Exactly and it right. really like, I mean, it's just, it's just kind of what you want from a giallo slasher movie because so much of it is about, I think it's this like there's this 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 masculine tinged instinct of kind of the 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 murder you know right. a, a visceral knife on body or strangle murder yep that uh just when coupled with the context of uh, all these leering men are a suspect uh it 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 just yeah adds that other dimension to it that you just absolutely want and feels key well and i think that kind of what we're getting at is or realizing maybe is that this is a very, um, maybe a more, a deeper uh, depiction of what a lot of women, how they experience the world, right? It's a ma- maybe magnified or not, honestly, that they can walk into a town and every dude in the town is leering at them. That's not like an, an overstatement. It's like in the White Lotus season two. Did you see that? Yet? I haven't watched season two yet. <laughs> Seen it? You know what I'm talking about? Aubrey <laughs> Plaza when she goes to town. Uh, okay, so I mean, unless there's more on that, um, still on the the old mill, the old mill party, which then switches into yes, I was just saying that that kill scene is yeah. great too. Where it so much of the time and with Giallo too, especially when there's. Um, the the day I always forget the order shooting night four day shooting day day for night, night. shooting day <laughs> shooting day four day uh yes um wait no shooting night to look like the day it'd be night for day it takes place at night but it looks like they shot during the day yeah so they it's day four night okay <laughs> all of nope was well not all of it but. A lot of Nope was shot day for night, if you can believe it. Shooting day for looking like night. Correct. Um, Come on, TV. Usually that doesn't look great. Or, But this here, it had this like, it felt like we were trapped in this sort of like twilight period. It didn't yeah. feel like night or that sort of day for night I'm talking about. But yeah, when she escapes from the mill barn party. Totally. It's gets creepy. killed in there. It's, it's super foggy. Like High contrast. The, yeah. Like the shots from shadowy. The, the killer from afar in the yeah. silhouette, more or less. Um, just all that was great stuff, I yeah. thought. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, as much as I didn't, like, uh, wait, should I say this now? No, I shouldn't. 
Uh, I will say, (laughs) in spite of things that I don't like about it, which we can discuss, there is a pretty cool visual vibe, without question. Great. Even though I... Okay, yeah, I'll just stop there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then, any other... Uh, any other uh, examples of that for you? Um, I love the... <laughs> I love when she's trapped in the chateau up on the top of the mountain and she's trying to, like, use a mirror to get the attention of oh, somebody yeah. down there. And just the way that looks. Like, it's so 70s and, like, like these hard zooms from, like, the down in the town all the way up or vice versa or whatever. Like, it's stuff like that. So I guess more of what I'm maybe is appealing to me is just the actual style of filming that existed at that time. Like, I, for some reason, just enjoy that look Mm -hmm. and style. And I love it when modern filmmakers, like, replicate it or or homage it, Mm -hmm. if they do it well. But like Panos, I feel like has has a eye for that. Tarantino obviously does. Oh yeah. Um, I'm sure there are others. Uh, Nick Reffin. Well, like we always say too, when it's when it's the OG though, there's something special. That's about right. It. Because it is it is what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Purely, like it was created that way for whatever reason. Yeah. With those machines. Right. Like how so. a woman walking down an alley hearing noises is never going to be, is never going to be top, can never top in cat and cat people. Yeah. Scene. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, so, so yeah, so much just building that atmosphere and mood, whether it's like when she gets the one apartment, like the parrot like scares us and her just like the fact that there's the parrot there. <laughs> love that. Um, I like yes, the, the but, car mechanic. Right. So all these little like side characters too yeah. that keep it interesting that I feel like isn't always a given. I don't know, and and a lot of characters too. So it is this colorful cast That's of characters. True. Did you feel like so I have a question like about <laughs> like we've seen a lot of movies of this general era. So I'm going to make a big bracket here like between 55 and maybe 80 Mm -hmm. somewhere in there that's a lot of time but (laughs) we've seen a lot of movies that are kind of in this vein where it's like there's either a town full of crazy people or a town full of weird people and you don't know who's actually crazy Mm -hmm. and i keep wondering to myself like Two things. One, is that an accurate depiction of, like, small town whereversville? Like, is it accurate or is it a magnification to the time and the, and the area or whatever, right? Like, so if we, if we stepped into 1972 Italy in that town, would we be like, oh, yeah, that's just what this is? Or... Are they taking sort of details like or or like cliches of the time and just 
totally blowing it out and magnifying it and saying everybody, you know, like, oh, just go over the top with it. So that's the first question. The second question is, what's the modern equivalent of that? And do we have, like, have we seen that? Yes, I think uh, that's interesting. I think maybe why that, maybe, I, I hope I'm getting your question right. But um, what comes to mind is I feel like that that specific time period sort of at least represents when, before we had the interconnectedness of cell phones, internet era, okay. even just phone, yeah, I don't know, predominantly stuff like that there was more of a an in ingrown like suspicion and sort of pulling through that small town you know yeah. like a like tourist trap you know that sure. sort of film and where where you didn't have the safety of sort of like oh yeah let me google this town or oh let me just call for help you know uh, there okay. there's or you know the the pulling over to stay at the Bates motel like to go back to i think you said 55 you know uh, right. uh, psycho's 1960 um so that feels to me like there's a sort of association with that time just the pre the pre 90s you know onslaught of our connected era um modern i've seen that i feel like uh but so do you think it's accurate what or a magnification oh oh that suspicion that yeah the depiction of how people in those spaces are. I mean, how do you answer that? You I don't know. I'm just, I'm spec like, what's your feel? Like, I feel would like you th say that if, <laughs> I feel like to technically answer that, you have to look at statistics of how many kind of horrible murder things happen and well, how many horror movies forget there about are. The, forget about the murder aspect. I'm just talking about people being weird. Oh yeah. Everyone's weird. Right. That's what I think. Yeah. But are they magnifying that inherent weirdness? Got it. So or yeah. are they? I see what you're laughing. Accurately depicting depicting the actual weirdness. That right. Exists. I see what you're you're latching onto. I feel like there's definitely something that's accentuated with like the going through the small town where it's like we yeah. all have our weird self inner lives behind closed doors, and then like the presenting outside, uh, and there's just something where you feel like that maybe it's because the line is almost like hardened when you're, if you're like going through and there's the weird gas station attendant that the sort of jump to it being weird is that much more like suspect or you feel hyper aware of suspicious <laughs> right. of, does that right. make any yeah. sense? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, so I think the movies tend to focus on that. Mm -hmm. It exists in real life, but probably not as intensely or as overtly as they're depicting it how do we get on this because this is not okay in torso torso is a big town well no the little chateau town oh yeah has yeah. that thing okay and and i think going from the big town to the little town well it's all the same it's, that it's the same big city it's just up on no it's not it's oh, not oh right 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 they're right, in yeah. like Rome or some shit. Yeah, yeah. To begin with. And then they travel out. Because remember, right. she says it took her like four hours or something to drive right. there as a long drive. So uh, it is like, this is, you know, the country. Yeah. No, and the as... Countryside, whatever. Just to, I mean, because you asked too, I was just trying to think of modern examples. I can think of the House of Wax remake, which just kind of... That's feels, 30 years ago. <laughs> no, that, that came out when I was in college. Okay, 20 years ago. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> 
15 shit. maybe no 2000 part of the aughts era sure of the, the early reboot i think we have to say that's no longer modern but it's oh i guess an example is. of what yeah, i'm talking about when it's that connect world where i think you can view it through there's a differentiation between like oh they're just trying to awkwardly deal with cell phones in the film versus sure. like but you but you still can like have maybe you have your cake and eat it too with the like small town you're going through and then there's um I thought of two mm. actually when thinking of this film and that kind of setting and mood and everything. God, what's it called? Um, the Something of Water, the Gore Verbinski movie with our girl Mia Goth in it. Oh God, I really like I'd that. To, I'd love I to don't talk think about I've it. Seen? Oh, what is that called? The Something of Water, The Way of Water. No, no. that's not an Avatar. <laughs> that's <movie>. Avatar. <laughs> um, the Shape of Water. No, it's that's not the Shape of. Anyway. I'll find That's it. That's a really good movie. I remember, if I remember correctly, and I'd love to revisit it, especially since I can't remember its name. Um, we should dismember it. But that had a fun, like, yeah, something's off in the small town. I mean, Calvair. Oh, but Calvair is... When did that come well, out? Well, so when I'm thinking of this... But, but Calvair possesses this a hundred percent what's interesting when i think it's you know calvair and then um this water movie can't remember the name of <laughs> i'll get it it's it can still be done when it's like you're way out in the boonies it's less like a it's less that feel of like you're on vacation and just passing through a whatever town and more like you know you're i don't i don't know you, you, you see what i'm saying you're yes just, where it's like, you, we, in order to capture that still, we just have to go further out. If that makes sense. That's that's the sense I get. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to get even more, like, physically, literally disconnected somehow. Um, the cure for wellness? That was it. Yeah. Why is it a water? Or, there, there, a there's a like, cure for wellness. There's like a water bottle on the poster. Yeah, or okay. Um, okay, yes. Okay, I feel like that's a sufficient answer to those two questions. Sure. Good. I'd like to see more of that, honestly. If we can bridge the gap between modern time and the feeling of, like, Children of the Corn or, you know, what else? Uh, the 10,000 Maniacs. Like, can we... I honestly feel like it exists currently in our country. Was it 200, 2,000? Whatever it was. <laughs> 10,000 Maniacs. The, the, I don't think it was 10,000. The 000. band. <laughs> yeah, 2,000 Maniacs, yeah. whatever that movie that we saw was. Yeah, it was great. Um, like, I think that this vibe exists in the U.S. for sure. Mm -hmm. Still. I think... Uh, I've driven across the country a number of times, and it, it's out there. I think you should make it. I will. All right. I'll hold you to I'm it. I'm into it. Okay. Torso. Torso, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Um, I mean, I, I pretty much said most of it, though. Like, it's just, yeah, all the bits of little color from the, the, the hippie party to the houses, the apartments, to the killer's mask, to the nudity. The cars. Yeah, man, it's all good stuff. Mm. Um, I mean, just talk, I mean, just another example of, like, the sort of like even as fake as it all is, it has the moments of just where it feels kind of chilling. Like when mm. she spies him in the chateau uh, sawing at the body. It's just like oh, something yeah. about that just felt like real and uh, just like it's... there was no music heightening it or anything. It's just like, uh, uh. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I almost feel like we don't see that 
un- enough. Uh, not <laughs> enough, but like we don't see the really raw, visceral, like just stark, plain version of that all that often. There's a reason because it's insanely terrifying. Mm-hmm. But like, come on, like let's let's do that. Just see the the act in its simple uh, simplicity. I is don't even very need to horrifying see in itself. The the actual cutting yeah like the the image of watching somebody obscured from maybe over their shoulder or whatever going well and hearing the sound yeah, of it's, it it's like, just that oh, it was dude so controlled and deliberate and not non-hurried i think is yeah. what, what got to me about it just like casual almost that's a really smart component to making of killer more terrifying there's like having them have a no rush yes that is a a way to do it yeah that's a really effective way to 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 make a a killer scary yeah very in control anyway because they're out of control that's right uh yeah man i was into it for you know i was suspect of yellows but some this one Right now I'm ranking third and just makes the cut of like some of the other ones we've watched were of, okay. of, of liking it. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. All right. What <laughs> did not work? It's not ready yet. Seems to work okay. No, something important's missing. What did not work? <laughs> This is a weird thing to say because it's almost like, yeah, that it's it's a part of Jallo films, it seems. But I was so bored with it. Well, that's where I said this. It, it's 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 a it's wrong that it's a given, or it's it's no, it's not wrong. It's it's sad. It can be a given, right. for Giallo for us. But uh, this was surprisingly not that way for me. It felt. Like well, that's it moved nice. Had a good clip again. There's enough characters, settings, interesting stuff going on. Just to, that was, it wasn't just this like one dude going around, no, talking to this the person, talking to this person. So and when you watched the initial dubbed version, and then subsequently the just bits non-dubbed. and pieces of the non of the English version, do you think you enjoyed it more? That because it was, well, I don't know how you would. This is my question for things of note. Okay. All right. Well, so I wonder if I would have enjoyed it more if I watched the dubbed version. So, but basically, I watched it late too, which is always like, (laughs) can be good and can be dangerous. If I'm just starting to feel a little tired and it's late enough, I might lose the, oh, I'm up watching a movie late at night, like, Mm -hmm. you know, tingle. And I think that happened to this with this one, and, but it may also just be the the combination of that with it being a Jalo and just the style of this sort of like it's very up and down. Mm-hmm. So the pacing wasn't bad, but for some reason I still felt bored and tired. Yeah, if the- and then a kill would happen, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, here we go. Yeah, great." Cool. And then it would slog back down and I'd be like, oh, damn it. 
It's funny, like <laughs> my level of engagement with these movies, it's just it's, it's like totally out of the the possibility for me <laughs> to like actually follow like the mystery if there's any of that. Well, I'm talking about yeah, for all Giallo totally. films. For this, the big challenge is like learning who's who and trying to remember their names. <laughs> oh yeah. wait, this is okay, this is the girl with the eyes. Okay, this is she's the that's, one. Okay. That yeah. okay, that's that one's uh that one's Danny, and then and then okay, and that that guy was Franz. Oh yeah, and, and Katia. They said that name was her. Like that's enough. That's about the mystery level that I can handle. Is just to figuring out yeah. who. Yeah. And so this that that was that was the good amount for me to be able to latch on to it. Uh, sure. Something in that way, rather than like tune out because it's too much information. <laughs> right. Right. There's yeah. It's it's. It's so not confusing yeah. that it's almost confusing. Yeah. Was it Deep Red is the one I think I keep having in my mind's eye. That's the one with the people looking through the peephole, right? Oh, sh- God, I don't remember. Is the other Italy set one? All I think of when I think of Deep Red is the doll in the beginning or the kid, the little kid in the beginning. Right. And and the 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 like the town square yeah, 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 it's yeah. It's so cool looking. And somebody gets like killed in a window or something. But it's, I that's just, all I remember. From I remember it. both of us just weren't into the protagonist. And that's yeah. who, that's what I'm talking about when I'm whenever I'm saying it's just this oh. dude just sort of going from room to room. I don't know. That's true. I mean, in the same mm, kind of in the same way, though, what I don't like about this is that it's just a dude going from room to room killing people. And I understand Wait, that that's, that's what we're here for. That's, that's I, listen. What, that's I understand exactly, it, but just, what, let me be more specific. Okay. okay, it's the just going from room to room aspect of it that that bugs me because, like, it's so indiscriminate that I can get behind that. But then the movie tells us that there's a reason he's doing it. So there's to me, there's like this. It's like a conflict in that. It seems like the story is that this crazy dude has a thing for this particular girl and he's on his way to to get to her, like to kill her specifically. I'm okay with that, but then we have all these scenes where it's totally random, right? Like I don't think that unless the unless the attempt was to say that he's specifically killing off her friends for what though to torture her you know what i mean like <laughs> it's not enough like i it's it's doing two things it's trying to be specific and random at the same time and i i think that that just annoyed me so, yeah, when when you have someone who's like whole thing has something to do with poking the eyes out of dolls for me it just completely enters the terrain of this is so beyond like the the realm of so crazy it's beyond the realm of understanding like clear motives actions no but that's my point is there is no clear motive until we get to the final girl he's crazy he's psycho why is she like but I don't know. Then why did they date? Like, why'd they go on a date? Mm -hmm. I think that's what's annoying to me. Either be totally random, and I'm down for that. He's just, 
he's going out of convenience to the next person who right. he can get to because they're all in his class. Right. I, which is a little stupid on his part, let's be honest. Like, if you're going to kill a bunch of women, maybe don't do it <laughs> all of the women in your class maybe at your school. part of his his reason, his motivation. His, I understand that, but lust. it's a very good way to get caught. Um, so it's either that, be random about it. Right. Or have a motive to make the 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 object of your affection it perverse as it may be have a a reason why he's picking off all her friends i feel like one or the yeah. other i don't like both I, that's all i'm saying i think i just can't enter the territory of of either <laughs> yeah. I, I i can neither agree or defend with that agree or argue with that just because I feel like I'd have to see it again. Like, I feel like I didn't catch half the dialogue that uh. you could sort of get this from. Well, since we don't see him mm-hmm. except for two scenes, I don't think there's enough in there to, to glean one way or the other. But I mean, he goes to the chateau, like but, he I mean, follows them. He says stuff at the town. end and explaining it. I don't know. I, I feel, guess. I feel like it could be when there. he's going, ah, <laughs> like, Sure. I don't know. I don't. I'm crazy. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure exactly what I would have wanted. That I'm not. Be out of I, it. I just one or the other. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I I, I can't recall if you it can't, was one you way can't or the other. Be bothered to care. I don't, really don't. <laughs> Typical giallo. Yeah, you know, like the result of that. So, yeah. but but to me, that's. I think that some people that that's what's endearing to them about giallo. Mm-hmm. And I think it seems like for us, maybe in slightly different ways, yeah. it is a like a barrier of entry. I just slightly. I feel like I just got it. Where I'm again, maybe I feel like there's stuff in there that if I had seen it twice or watched it the English dub, whatever, I could have been. Oh no, well Tim, it was it was this and this because of this. But the experience of just watching it a first time through it in Italian, missing half the dialogue, probably it was just like. There's this crazy, creepy force that is kind of just indeterminate dude, just like sure. killer, very scary killer. And who who is he going to get next? And what is he going for? And is I don't know. Yeah. It, it worked for me I in that sort of I'm overthinking it a little bit, given <laughs> what it is. You know, if you apply, if you want to get the spirit of viewing it like a dream, I don't think one would. Yeah. Like when watching a dream, you're going, wait, hold, hold on. But do we think the same thing about like Friday the 13th? Um, Not really, but it's the same gist. But he's so indiscriminate about it. mm -hmm. Then I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm in. If they were to be like, but he also like had a thing for this particular girl Mm -hmm. because of this or that, whatever. I'd be like, Jason doesn't give a shit about that. I don't know, man. I'd see it again. Be like, one okay, way or the fair other. enough. What else did you not like? I liked it all, man. I don't know. <laughs> I, it's not a buy for me as of now, but yeah. so I don't know if it's holding it back. Other than just, I didn't, it's not my new favorite move or anything. But what it was, I thought it was good. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting because I I can't say that I nothing. I didn't really hate anything. I mean, I. So I see the only things that would come to mind for this movie are not true. I'd say uh, there could have been more violence or more nudity, but I got both of those. I was not disappointed. I'll counterpoint this in that. I think the 
gratuitous nudity is just unnecessary. Well, if you call it, I you just said I think the unnecessary nudity is unnecessary. What? <laughs> I think that the <laughs> amount of nudity that is specifically aimed at achieving this like exploitation vibe. Meh. I don't need to see that many boobs. I love boobs, but like it felt it felt ridiculous to me that every scene <laughs> girls are wandering around with their shirts off. Like I mean, as just like okay, it it, it bordered on totally absurd. I like absurd, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, you like boobs, which well, is fine. Like, I'm the, saying the, I'm fine with it, but like back away from the appeal of that and look at it from like a filmmaking standpoint. I'm just like, it seems, it's just eye rolly right. to me. I'm like, if you or I set out to make a movie and we're like, okay, next scene, shirts off again. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> the, we, the, the cast would be like, Oh my god! Right, the but crew it, would be like, "Yeah, baby!" But again, it's the it's not us. It's a different. It's like I don't know. But the the movie. It first of all, anyone should know what they're signing up for when agreed uh, uh, doing a movie. So maybe that's yeah. Don't don't be that director. That's right. like oh, by the way, <laughs> yeah. But the movie seemed kind of like aware of it in the fun way where it's like they're out sunbathing and like you have the guy arrive to deliver food and he's like oh uh, gets all besides himself <laughs> and they're oh hi breakfast is here okay uh, there was just something like funny in that, I agree like, that, that like russ meyer kind of yeah, way it's you know? funny and it's over the top but it's all it's just i don't know i had a thought about it but whatever oh Okay, typically I'd be like, yeah, no problem, Europe, totally different take on, on nudity, in particular uh, boobs. You know, like when I was a little kid, we went to, uh, where were we? We went to Europe when I was like 10 or something like that, or nine. And we went to like a, a park with a water slide, you know, like a fun little water, not a water park, but it had a cool water slider, a uh-huh. couple of them, you know, and we show up, you know, like it's a beach day kind of vibe and it's summer and every woman there was topless. And my nine-year-old American dumb brain could not come. I was like, how is this allowed? Right? <laughs> like in my mind, that's, you know, our stupid puritanical, like conservative See, it's sort so of R-rated. like cover it up. <laughs> Like, I I was flabbergasted as a kid. But, like, you know, then I'm, like, look at my mom. My mom is, like, listen, calm down. <laughs> this is normal here. Yeah. That's just the way they do it. Not a big deal. Call, like, take it down a notch. Don't, like, like, you know, unwiden your eyes, dude. See, that's the voice... I heard that this movie was saying, yo, come down. This is normal here. This is fine. (laughs) Okay, so if that's true, though, nobody in the movie would be going, oh, 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 oh." no, 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 not in the country they are. The movie, in this movie, it's okay here. It's fine. Okay, yeah, okay. I get it, I get it. But I still think if I'm gonna, just as a, a counterpoint to your 
I feel okayness like, with right. it. I am okay with it too, but I can see how maybe it could not. It it was so much that it didn't work for me exactly. Cool. I feel like it's all just your way of saying I'm slightly less perverted than Ryan here. I'm willing to concede that. I'm not, but <laughs> when it comes to making the movie, I'm I maybe I'm being a little um uh what would be the right term? I I'm I'm being a little snobby. See, I, I want I want my boobs to be artistically done. Okay. Which I would say this <laughs> is I don't know. It's yeah, a slash anyway. movie. Exactly. Which uh, could bridge us to things of note if you're ready. Man, I'm so ready after that conversation <laughs> about boobs. Here we go. Things of note. <laughs> things of note! <laughs> this should be interesting. I thought this was very interesting. According to a Paste Magazine article from 2020 by Jim Vorell called What Truly Was the First Slasher Film, A Paste Investigation, it was this film, Torso. Hmm. He runs through all the proto slashers, you know, the the peeping toms to the psychos, um, thought of as... um, uh, huh. So so anyway, but just I thought it'd be fun to share what are, you know, in order to say that you have to get on the same page about what defines a slasher. Yeah, totally. So I have the sort of bullet points of that. Thought you'd enjoy hearing. Bo- boy, will I. Uh, first of all, it's number one. First of all, it should be noted that slasher villains are human beings or were human beings at some point. Cool. So you Fair. think like, yep. not a killer animal movie, not an alien attack movie, uh, you know, gotcha. but it can be supernatural killer at, or human at some point. Yes. Right. Got it. Uh, slasher killers choose to kill or are compelled to kill for the thrill or for revenge, but mostly because they're just filled with indiscriminate evil. Some are rational Many are completely psychotic, but they're all monsters. They don't tend to be sympathetic or behave with empathy or logic. Importantly, their killings are inspired by drives that are easily for the audience that are easy for the audience to understand, such as greed, personal advancement, or to protect someone else. This is all to say slasher killers don't have realistically human motives, which is an argument for how I was tuning into the killer in this one. I would say, okay, and there's uh, realistic motives. Is what it says. They don't have realistic motives. Right, but they... they Okay, so because I Because they're just filled with indiscriminate evil. Yeah. Some are rational, but some are, comple- but are completely psychotic. They're all monsters. Yeah, so, yeah, I feel like the slasher... They don't behave with logic. Right. And neither do, like, say, serial killers. So I think that that's the, 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 the real-world equivalent is this is the serial killer kind of you know you can take the serial killer reality and magnify it or or play mm. around with it make it unnatural supernatural whatever but at its core i think that's kind of what the slasher really is 
coming from. It's that uh that great unknown that keeps us compelled to watch the true time tri- crime documentaries. Exactly, exactly. Uh, number three, slasher films have a body count, so you can't just have like a kill or two at the beginning or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like actual body count, you know, maybe four or more. Uh, slasher films tend to have a quote final girl or a stand-in who is a paragon of virtue to balance out the pure evil of the antagonist. Okay. Um, so, I mean, that stand-in can be multiple people, not just a male, you know, whatever. Sure. Uh, slasher films, number five, slasher films are structured around graphic killings. Number six, final one, because the killings tend to happen over short periods in secret, we rarely follow police or detective investigations in true slasher films. Slasher movies are far more intimate than that. So think like okay. deep, deep red versus high tension, you know, it's like, yeah, just your, or, or yeah, Halloween, because I haven't seen high tension forever. For all I know, there was a detective story, but uh, yeah, Halloween. I don't think so. Uh, it's intimate in this uh, Jamie Lee versus Michael Myers, Laurie Strode versus Michael Myers right. feel. The cops and the doctor exist, but they're really not yeah. a big or the sort of that 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 sort of like the relationship that forms outside mm-hmm. of the the main killer and our quote unquote final girl, which we get in this one. So mostly with, one night, or over the course of like a few nights. Yeah, yeah, that's a fun. Yes, yeah. Okay, that's cool. Um, not there, but yeah, I feel like that's fair. So you see, with all that in mind, and looking at all that came before it, uh, damn torso from seventy three. That's wild. I feel like we've done older movies that we felt like were slashers, but now with that like way of defining it, I guess, yeah, I could see that they had slightly different aspects to them that didn't quite land at, at that stuff. All of those things mm-hmm. combined. But it's I feel like it's a fair, fair assessment done by uh, Mr. Jim Vorell. Yeah. I get behind that. Yeah. Without further research on our own, he he did it. I tried somewhat did, sure. did the legwork there for us. <laughs> Take it for what it's worth. Um, so yeah, we brought up that question earlier too. I thought it was interesting. It's like when the English dub exists of a giallo that actually matches their lips right, right, better right. or actually does match at all versus Italian, what is the truer or preferred way to watch it? Because you can argue a giallo it's like about getting the sort of the italian dub and the italianness and like the voiceover actors and part of mm. the the slog of it all in a way or part of the spell of it all part of the dream of it all or you could just say hey i speak english uh i would have been able to follow it better the lips matched better i think that it, 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 we don't need to be precious about bad dubbing Right, like, and we don't need to be like, oh, well, it's 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 not a true giallo experience unless we're watching the the poorly dubbed. I mean, or they're poorly both poorly synced. done. So it's just we're talking more about Italian that doesn't match lips or English that does match lips. Well, but no, I I guess what I'm saying is there's a number of giallo films that are dubbed in English and like everybody was speaking whatever they were speaking on set, right? That's one of the things that Mm -hmm. existed in a lot of the, like, Bava films. And so I think that there's a 
probably I'm speculating, but I assume that there's a purist camp that is like, that's the the true way to experience true giallo. Even this one though, where the English matches the lips. Well, that's what I'm saying is that I don't think you need to be um, precious about it not matching because that's what the what came before. Mm-hmm. I think it's fine if it may, and like be, uh, dubbed English dubbed versions of Italian films has existed. You know, it's I don't think it's precious. What I'm saying, I think it's fine. Which way would you watch? It? I would. I would have preferred to have watched the English. Me dubbed. too. I think I. I wish I'd known. I think yeah, me too. <laughs> Which is, I mean, that's the only thing I've not worked is I wish uh, when you're renting stuff online, it gives some kind of little disclaimer like these yeah. two options are available to you. This is this option. This is that option. Right. Yeah. I mean, I watched it on Fandor. Have mm-hmm. you ever heard of that? Yeah. Um, and like, I don't. I'll look, but I don't recall there being two options. Yeah. It's possible there were, and I just was, you know, I might have defaulted into being like, oh, well, I should, I should watch the Italian I would have been surprised if it was presented in such a way you would have even known to think or look. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. The end. I'm, I don't know. I, I, I think in general now, I mean, this is, I go back and forth because like any Asian film almost at all i prefer to watch the subtitles because there's something about the 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 way that they are speaking that i want to experience their actual emotional like uh what do you call that inflection or whatever even yeah, though I don't these necessarily are completely different questions, but I'm I, I'm just making a point. Yeah, if we're talking about whether you want to watch a dubbed or a non-dubbed, there are nuances to the type of movie that th- my feeling falls under, right? Like with Asian films, I would rather watch the subtitled version and hear them actually doing it with a giallo. F- like that, like probably didn't have good sound to begin with and is going to be Italian dubbed anyway. Right. Whatever. I'll listen to it. Um, uh, an English dub of that. You know, I feel like, yeah, of, of course, watch it with the, whoever the original actors are, if it's their actual performance. Right. But this is not, this that doesn't ha- even, uh, yeah, it probably never had it. Right. Yeah. They're all, we're speaking English on set. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. So whatever. <laughs> All right, the end. All right. We can wind down with some recommendations here. Go ahead. Uh, You know, I've had a a few different things I was going between, but I feel like for you here, Tim, because I don't know if this will ever happen again, I wanted to recommend Dead, a Marvel film. Okay. The new new Marvel film, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. I'm going to see it tonight. Great, man. I went all out, saw it in IMAX. I had no expectations aside from maybe I'll like it more than the first one. And I did. I liked it much, much, much more. I never saw the second one. God, I was hoping I could talk to you about it, but you haven't seen it yet. I just assumed you would have seen it. Uh, Purely out of circumstance, I haven't been able to. 
Well, it uh, came out like four days ago or something, five as, days ago. Uh, as um, someone, I mean, I just in general, you know, like uh, the fantasy adventure films, whether it be space or like, what do they call it? I don't know. Elf fantasy, <laughs> whatever that would be. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sword and sandals, sword sorcery. Um, yeah. So is this down for a space adventure? And then what I think my memory of the first one, again, I haven't seen the second one, was that it like, I could never really engage with it just because kind of like Marvel as a whole, but they just like, there's just like nothing is serious. It's just mm-hmm. everything is undercut at like, you know, any serious moment is always undercut. Like, I don't know. I just... I don't agree with that, but I understand why people feel that way. It crosses a line where I just don't care about anything. Yeah. This one did not do that. The humor wasn't overdone. It just felt right for what I wanted. And that was another kind of thing with them too, or maybe one in the same what I'm talking about, kind of humor being overdone. But no, it was was, was fun. They were fun characters, really cool, creative, like locations and set pieces that uh, you actually felt they were there. Like, yeah, Great. incredible. All right, <laughs> man. The man, I guess I can't talk to you about, it, but just some of some some shots where I was like, "Wait, is that a puppet or is that a CG?" That's exactly what I want right yeah. now. So, no, cool. I've seen some of the footage of like testing, you know, like test footage for CGI characters, and like even the test footage looks insanely good. Yeah, fur's getting pretty good. Yeah. Wow. What do you recommend, Dad? So I, I re- I'm going to recommend Dead, a, not a movie, but a, a piece of art. My partner, Britt Westvere, who is a fine artist, uh, will be installing a mural on the side of the West Hollywood City Hall. Nice. Yeah. She, um, yeah, she was chosen out of whoever people submitted for this, this thing. Uh, and, and to, you know, to, to be the next year's worth of the, the mural on the side of their oh, great. building. So she will be, it, it's very cool. It's got sort of a, she, she does, she's multidisciplinary. So she does like photography. She integrates photography, textile, um, uh, what else? Photography, digital art all kind of meshed together. So in this case, it'll be kind of like a wheat paste uh, three-panel posters of a digital, mix of digital, uh, created, uh, original, and archival photography. So just tell us where to go see it, and we'll see it. So it'll be on the side of City Hall, which is in, in the West Hollywood City Hall, which is on uh, Willoughby and Santa Monica Boulevard. It'll be up soon? So, we're, yeah, installing next Monday and Tuesday. Great. It'll be there on time of release then. Yeah, yeah, it'll already be up. Um, and I'm sure if, obviously, you're not in L.A., you'll be able to see it. No, come out to L.A. to see Brits. Please do. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be amazing. And so much else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm really proud of her for, you know, obviously being the person they picked is great. That's, you know, they would be stupid not to pick her. Um, but yeah, it's it's a cool thing to have and it'll be up for a year so. That's great. I'll yeah. be excited to see it driving by Santa Monica, right. seeing City Hall. Yeah, there. it's very visible. So yeah. All right. Well, then we have wound down with our recommendations. 
that's it here. We thank you for being here. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, in closing, what did I say? Arrivederci. Appoggiorno. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Uh, thanks for listening. That's right. Yeah. Prego. We'll see, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.